Since everyone has a gender journey, Gender Journeys is a podcast for everyone. That being said, we occasionally touch on mature themes and use strong language, so listener discretion is advised. Relevant content warnings can be found in each episode's description. everyone, and welcome back to Gender Journeys, the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context. As always, I am one of your hosts, Josie, and I'm joined by your other host, my lovely partner, Elle. Hey, y'all. So, what are we talking about on the podcast this week? Pokemon Arceus. Ah. Uh-huh. Like, like, legit? Uh-huh. Like, actually? Yes. Is that all we're talking about? Uh, well, I guess we could talk about, like, other video games, too, but I don't know if people caught it last episode, but I'm a little obsessed. The obsession hasn't died. Uh, That's valid. If you haven't bought it yet, go fucking buy it. I swear to God we're not sponsored yet. Nintendo, just... reach out. We'll, we'll take a sponsorship. <laughs> We've said we're not going to monetize the podcast. Uh, I would monetize it for Pokemon. <laughs> Isn't... Okay, babe, what are we really talking about in the podcast today? <laughs> Specifically, we're talking about gender in video games. Yeah. How different video games tackle gender selection, how that's not always done well, and since specifically it's Pokemon, we're going to be talking about how Pokemon kind of plays into that. Yeah, fucks up. It's the worst part of Pokemon Arceus, I'll be honest. Still a great game, still go by. (laughs) Right. So I guess to kind of start us off here, what... What is the gender system in Pokemon Arceus? And then maybe we'll talk a little bit about what gender looks like in other video games and stuff yeah. like that. But. Well, I'm going to back it up for Pokemon Arceus to just like the Pokemon franchise by and large. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a big like sticking point, and I've seen even memes about this in like non-binary spaces that I personally relate to a lot of like, you know, like egg memes for trans people where mm-hmm. like you realize things like that with the original. Sorry, I said yes. The listeners may not know. An egg meme is when a um trans person didn't realize that they were trans but they did a bunch of like trans shit before they came out and those are your like egg moments yeah 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 yeah. and then like the egg hatches and whatever it's like honestly kind of sometimes a pretty it it can be an iffy meme format i think we've talked about on this podcast have we okay yeah it can be a pretty iffy like just a culture in general because then people start trying to be like oh that person's an egg and like you can't define other people's genders for them and then we get into some problematic space anyway back in the space of non-toxic egg memes (laughs) Mm-hmm. all of the original Pokemon games, like literally the first thing that you have to do, the first question you're presented with that you have to actually answer is, are you a boy or are you a girl? And like in the original one, boys and girl were also in all caps because it was like fucking the Game Boy Color and it was it was useless. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just like, I've seen it used as a meme, like this causing you an inordinate amount of stress before you realize you're non-binary. <laughs> um, so, like, the Nintendo genre has a long... Or the Pokemon genre has a long issue with that. But I think really interestingly, from what I understand of video game history, 
the Pokemon games were one of the first ones where you could choose a to have a girl player to have a girl player character because they recognized that there were girls playing Pokemon games and so they were like well we're gonna give you the option then yeah so like there's a little bit of weird nuance in the fact that pokemon it just feels like such a low bar that i can't Mm -hmm. even celebrate even in so the first pokemon came out the same year i was born it came out in 96 i can't i can't celebrate them being like we included women in 96 that just i mean y'all also notably the the first pokemon games like red and blue did not give you that option it was only um no it was the next. It was, the, it was, was second it the next generation. gen. Mm-hmm. I thought red and blue did. I thought yellow didn't. No, red and blue did not. Um, but the remakes gave you the option. Mm. Crystal did give the option, to my understanding. Anyway, Pokemon has a long history mm-hmm. with dealing with these things, and they also have a pretty long history of being super white. Or I mean, pale yeah. skinned. Pale skin. You're right. Although, like, I think that actually something that I've read about completely unrelated to this, and it's actually about Sony, but like, we're not going to go down that path. Is there is a decent history of Japanese artists and like tech creators specifically creating icons that they know will look Japanese to Japanese eyes and white to white American uh, American eyes. Interesting. Uh, that's like a well explored space, and I bet the Pokemon fall, especially some of the earlier Pokemon icons. Uh, if you showed them to most Americans, they will call them white. If you showed mm-hmm. them to most Japanese people, they would call them Japanese. Interesting. Back when Sony had an icon, it was just, it was literally created to have that effect so white or japanese it was very uh monoracial <laughs> okay okay uh, and i feel like recently i think in sword and shield it might have been in let's go pikachu and let's go eevee though mm-hmm. but in one of those two generations for the switch so like you know since the pandemic started yeah. <laughs> i feel like Nintendo was like, we'll solve all of those problems all at once by creating a new question at the beginning. So now instead of being asked, are you a boy or are you a girl? It asks you, what do you look like? And you are presented with four, I'm sorry, uh, eight options, four of which are clearly boys and four of which are clearly girls. And there are four skin tones Mm -hmm. of which there are basically three shades of white and then one black character, which is not what we're here to talk about today, but that doesn't really solve the problem. (laughs) I'll just leave that there. And so in a way, Pokemon has quote unquote degendered that process because they're not asking, are you a boy or a girl? They're asking, what do you look like? Mm -hmm. Which Which is solid and gave me so much hope the first time I saw it. Right. But what's wrong with that? What what has gone awry? Why are you no longer? Okay, especially Pokemon Arceus, although all of them in general depending on which one you choose, the game genders your character, like, incessantly. Like, incessantly. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm particularly prone to this because Pokemon Arceus, like, especially does this. Like, constantly people call you my girl or my boy, depending on which one you choose. And, like, people talk about you in the dialogue all the time, so your pronouns are, like, always there. It's, like, the opposite of Stardew Valley. We'll circle back to that. (laughs) And so, like, you're constantly gendered. So even though you didn't have to say you're a boy or a girl, trust me, depending on which way you answer that clearly implicit question, you will be hearing about it. Mm -hmm. Don't fall for it like I did. You will. It'll come back. Right. And also, the clothing and hair options are still gender locked. You will never, you'd never get access to the other genders, clothing and hair options. And I think that that is... I think that both are really bad. Yeah. I think that it really sucks, especially for non-binary players, 
when the ungendered gender selection still locks you into yeah. gender yeah. Uh, language. Like, at least just, like, give me a heads up, you know? <laughs> but I also think that it's wild that in 2022, the year, <laughs> year of our, our Lord, Lord. <laughs> 2022, <laughs> this game is still gender locked in terms of what stylistic choices you can make. Like, why can't you get certain long hair as a you know, quote unquote boy character. And, and like, like I will say and- also a lot of the a lot of the like outfits are relatively similar. Mm-hmm. Um I think that is especially true in Pokemon Arceus because the outfits are based on like kimonos. Um because mm. it's like more it's like Pokemon Arceus is just also just culturally more Japanese than anything it, that I've ever interacted with in terms of Pokemon because I think that Pokemon often well, I know that Pokemon often whitewashes the things that they send to the to America. Mm-hmm. They did not do that with Pokemon Arceus, which I appreciate. Interesting. But a lot of this stuff is based on kimonos. And if you're like me, you might imagine a specific type of kimono when I say the word kimono. But kimonos were a relatively versatile mm. piece of clothing. And so like... Just because, as always, you have, like, a rival or, like, a friend or whatever who's the opposite gender as you, that's pretty standard Mm -hmm. since the beginning in Pokemon games. And so you get to see some of the outfits on him. Mm. And, like, they look very similar. Interesting. Um, That's not true for all of them. There's, like, certain, like, fancy outfits that you get for hitting certain milestones in the game. And those ones are incredibly feminine for my character, who I went with making a girl since that was best thing i could hope for (laughs) yeah yeah and but i think about like sword and shield which had like more like modern day Mm -hmm. uh uh western style clothing and i didn't get to see any of the boy outfits because when i'm forced to choose i tend to choose a girl but they were like a lot of them were like shorts and t-shirts so i imagine on the boy icon the sleeves were a little bit longer the shorts were a little bit longer and everything else was more or less the same right i think for me and it's tough it's tough to tell because we haven't played through these games with the boy character but you could access skirts and dresses as a girl in so i don't know what they would have for like that do they just have fewer options like yeah oh no and like that and it just is wild to me that you can't right mix and match that like like somehow it's not allowed right and it's always the hairstyles that really get me too because like Mm. oh yeah, <laughs> hair is anybody can have any kind of hair. Right, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So that is kind of the problem with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The arc of Pokemon went from being one of the earliest games to give you even just the option between genders to just like not really expanding beyond that, right? Like at all, at all. And there was a time in Pokemon when like it didn't really matter which gender you were. It was just kind of a nice little like. Although, aside. as a non-binary person who has played all of the Pokemon, mm-hmm. I would like to. I would like to just say that between like the DS all the way up through the Switch, where you could customize your character, so mm-hmm. it's like ten years of gaming. The girl icon was always so annoying at least to me mm-hmm. because she would always be wearing like pink and she would always have like these ridiculous hairstyles like there was one gen where she had like gloopy ponytails and you always have like i don't know it just was it's just been ridiculous mm. and yeah. they're they always in my opinion the girl icons have always looked much dumber that's fair and that affected m- my personal gameplay <laughs> yeah well because i'm thinking back to 
old old pokemon like not not like necessarily on the color but like the, the third SP. gen mm-hmm. and like even maybe fourth gen yeah it didn't matter back then because everything was so small yeah, and you nobody talked about you really i mean people yeah. did so like you weren't really gendered and you couldn't customize your characters they didn't have all that stuff and it's weird that as pokemon has expanded a lot of their like customization and the kind of things that are supposed to make a game more immersive it somehow makes the gender more restrictive because you can't you can't actually project anything onto your character yeah because you're restricted in what you can project onto your character yeah and i think it's so wild because there's also so i mentioned stardew valley already right and stardew valley is like a super loved amongst the queers to start with Mm -hmm. but it doesn't actually have all of that, like, inclusive of a, like, gender format. It's when it first came out, and then there was a pretty major change to the gender stuff. So, But when it first came out, you still have to choose a gender. Mm-hmm. Now your icon is, like, a freaking what, 8-bit little dude. Right. So the gender doesn't change your icon at all. There's no titties in Stardew Valley. It doesn't, you, it doesn't yeah. matter. All of the clothes and all of the hair options are unlocked. So it doesn't matter. And in the very opening cutscene, which like most people, if you've played Stardew Valley, you watch that shit once and then you know it, you don't watch it again. You get referred to as either the granddaughter or the grandson of your grandfather who is giving you the titular Stardew Valley farm. But after that, like nobody ever genders you. Nobody really uses pronouns for you. Very rarely. And you can pursue any of the bachelors and bachelorettes. So there's no like lock on who you're allowed to marry. It does come back up if you want to have kids, I believe. I've never gotten married in any of my Stardew Valley runs. <laughs> uh, it doesn't appeal to me. But um, I think you can't have kids. You can only have kids with a bachelor or bachelorette who is the opposite gender as you. However, then there is an update to it because like I said, the Stardew Valley is loved by the queers. And the if you don't know, Stardew Valley was made by one dude all by himself. He created like all of it, which is wild. And it's hugely, hugely moddable. And the guy who made it is very open to like feedback. He's like very mm-hmm. active in the Stardew Valley communities. That's part of the reason people love it so much. And people wanted a way to change your gender. And he was like, yeah, I can do that. So you can now go into the wizard's basement. No, the scientist's basement. I don't know. I've never had to change my gender. So you can go somewhere, either the wizard or the scientist's basement, which both of which are great options. Um, (laughs) And change the, the actual gender. If, for instance, you wanted to have a kid with the, a certain character that you like a lot or it's really the only time that it would really matter unless you were just like going for you're just trying to to be a gender fluid icon or yeah something something. i mean you can live your life but like i also like it that that feels like the lowest effort great way to do it like if that feels like less effort than what pokemon did to code to like gender lock the game and i'm like just don't do that like do less yeah Yeah, and like, so that's kind of, I guess, the next step then in this kind of progression, where we're we're slowly building a narrative of a progression as to what you can do with gender in video games. Because, yeah, you can just make the gender not really matter and then make it mutable. Like, you can change your gender at basically any point. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit of money. Yeah, maybe like you can't in Stardew Valley. You can't do it until you've progressed a certain amount in the game, and then figured out how to do it. Because like a lot of things in Stardew Valley. You can either just like kind of happen upon it or you can read the wiki like everybody else does. But like, yeah, it doesn't take very much. Right. 
Right. So yeah, I think at the bare minimum, it's ridiculous that Pokemon doesn't ungender all of their clothing and hair options because like that is that is especially the hair it's the hair for me i forgot about it when i made my arceus character a girl i should have made should have made them a boy the hair options for me it's also and i just want to make sure we're keeping this racial piece in it because this is like uh i think there's one like non-white or japanese uh hairstyle in the in the thing for the girl option and it's braids which uh, I cannot speak to Afro-textured hair not having it, but I can bet that only having one non-white hairstyle isn't the greatest. Like, I don't think it takes yeah. a genius <laughs> to yeah. identify that. It just feels like Pokemon has gone through such lengths to do, like, all of the wrong things. Like, why do I have, like, 60 options of each in this one it's called like casual kimono and sword and shield it was like just different t-shirts like why do i have so many i would take fewer t-shirts and um less gendered options and more racially diverse options thank you yeah (laughs) like (laughs) so there's pokemon which is like completely low effort you can pick your gender at the start which i guess is better than some games but i have we have thoughts yeah we have thoughts because then okay okay can i say the thoughts on that sure go ahead because also sometimes when you can't pick your gender it's not a self-insert game so like when we were having this conversation earlier we thought about like zelda games like yeah you can't choose your gender when you start a zelda game even though like i haven't played breath of the wild you've played a lot of breath of the mm-hmm. wild it's a relatively open world game right it's, yeah it's that relatively like, rpg yeah. yeah but it's not fully rpg because you're not just role-playing anybody, you're a link. You are a specific person right. who fits into a specific story. And, like, yes, like, Link's gender, is it really in that important? No. But, like, you are playing a character in a story, not playing some version of yourself. Like, you're supposed to be in Stardew Valley and Pokemon. Right. And some of the other examples that we came up with while we were driving were people like, you know, in Tomb Raider, Lara Croft right. is a woman. Yeah. You're playing as Lara Croft, you play Tomb Raider. If you're playing Metroid, you're playing as Samus Aran. Right. Like, you are playing as a specific character. It's not that big a deal. Like, you also don't get to change your name. I think like a lot of these, yeah. right? If you're not changing your name, you're not changing your gender because you're playing a character that's handed to you, you know? Right. And like technically in all the Legend of Zelda games, you can change your character's name, but why would you do that? He's Yeah, Link. why would you do that? Why would His name is Link. Yeah. The, the, all, use the default names, you monster. <laughs> um, and so there is that. That's the first stage. The first stage is you can't change the gender. And in some situations that sucks because if you're playing an rpg you should be able to change the gender yeah for the most part i can like maybe some jrpgs where you get like a whole team of characters yeah maybe but like if you're doing a if you can change the name you should likely be able to change the gender i feel like as a solid rule of thumb yeah there we go that's a good rule of thumb so there's the ones where you're handed a character to play and the character you're playing is you know that's who you are Mm mm-hmm the next level up is what Pokemon did back in the 90s and has not really and has somehow made worse over the years, <laughs> which is at the beginning of the game, you're given a choice between the two binary genders uh-huh. and that's you're locked into that. And a lot of things in the game, the customization options of the game are also locked into that. Yeah. So like, you can't even customize your character away from looking like that gender. Yeah, which or, is wild. Or customize to look like a butch or a twink or, you know, whatever you want to look like for your gender expression. Like, you can't even try to be I mean, you can try, though. You actually haven't seen my Legends of Arceus <laughs> characters since I actually fucking went to the clothing store. I don't know. I think they're pretty cute, but <laughs> but you're very limited. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> 
And then the next level up are things like Stardew Valley, where you have still to pick a gender, but your gender can change. And or, it doesn't affect anything. And it doesn't, or, and slash or it doesn't affect anything. Yeah. Which, Especially with, char- with games that have romanceable characters, I feel like. Because I was very burned by Harvest Moon because I played Harvest Moon for so long because I love these sorts of games. Mm-hmm. And Harvest Moon is just like I described for Stardew Valley, except that the bachelors and bachelorettes are locked. You can only romance somebody who is the opposite gender as you. And I made a little boy character because I thought it was going to be fun. And then, no, I made a girl character because I tend to make girl characters when yeah. I don't when I, when I I have to make a, a choice. And then I couldn't romance the cool uh freaking harvest goddess or something no not the harvest goddess no that's so a lot of work to romance the harvest goddess no 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 no. the smith's daughter with the pink hair oh right i got her up to four to five hearts before i realized that you can't marry that same-sex marriage is illegal in harvest valley and i <laughs> in harvest moon i swear to god i never played the game again i was like fuck all of this right and so like that sucks that's very much the pokemon side of things yeah. where like this is locked in for- and that kind of like traipses into like sexuality instead of like specifically gender but like but like but there's a lot of overlap in how these games work because a lot of these games are about self-insert and Mm -hmm. when you start getting into games that are about self-insert you kind of need to give your player like your players a little bit more leeway over their identity yeah like they do in animal crossing yeah so then animal crossing is like the the logical conclusion of that mindset which is Mm -hmm. You do have a gender technically in Animal Crossing, although I'm not sure why, because <laughs> nobody ever genders you. That one I can say quite confidently. Yeah. And you can also change your gender anytime you look in a mirror. It's the same as changing your clothes. Yeah. And nothing is locked ever. You can have all all of the clothes and all of the hairstyles and yeah. all of everything that you could want. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen it described as a quiet ungendering. Yeah. Because, like, you're, you're just not... It never really comes into play. You're just a, a person on an island, vibin'. Vibin'. Whatever your aesthetic is, you can do. And I think that that is one of the reasons that it was so popular during the pandemic, because it gave people the opportunity to, like, just explore different different options of how they might want to self-express. Yeah, because like, I've seen a lot of, again, like kind of like memes slash just like celebratory posts of people who came out during the pandemic because that is a um, definite like large population of people. If anybody's listening is it. in that category, <laughs> welcome, who came out during the pandemic and just like everybody else at the beginning of the pandemic because if you need a refresher, uh, Animal Crossing came out like two weeks into the pandemic and everybody lost their collective minds over it. Yep. Um, it slapped. It did. And we needed it so badly <laughs> at that moment in history. <laughs> Never has a video game been better time. But anyway, the wholesome the wholesome memes of, is of people who have gotten to Animal Crossing fell off of it because it wasn't actually that exciting. We were all just falling apart mm-hmm. and then came out as like trans or non-binary or any, any trans yeah. umbrella. And we're able to pick the game back up and not have to take it apart. Like you don't have to start a new Island cause you can just like change your clothes. There's like literally no barriers right. between you and expressing a completely different way, which is amazing. Cause if you had been playing like Pokemon and you were, <laughs> had the blessing of being binary trans. So your gender was represented. You would have to delete your entire game, which like you probably just wouldn't, right. You'd probably either not play it anymore or like, not or just deal with it like you're not gonna you know it's like hours of work right the the thing with this is 
to the vast majority of the population as they currently understand themselves, like the human population as they currently understand themselves, this probably isn't that big of a deal, you know? Yeah. Like, people probably don't care all that much about the actual gender of their video game characters. If they've never really thought too much about their I own gender. I could see gamers caring if they were oh, given ga- dress options. Gamers will care. I mean, gamers will get mad. If, if, if we, gamers gonna mad. <laughs> we're we're gonna get freaking docs if gamers find this really shoddily researched rant about gender in video games. True. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> gamers gonna do what they're gonna do. But, for the vast majority of, like, casual and even, like, semi-rigorous, I don't know what the word is, if there's not an option, they'll just be like, oh, cool, yeah, I'm going to dress my character the way that I want my yeah. character to look. If there is an option, they're like, yeah, my, pro- like, oh, it's asking me my pronouns, okay, I'll do he, him, or, like, it's asking me, like, you know, which gender symbol, is- you probably shouldn't ask for pronouns, because that will be a whole controversy in this day and age, but, like, People will just go with what feels most natural to them, and giving your players flexibility doesn't really hurt anything. Especially when we're talking about big name, because like I think that when we're talking about like indie games, mm-hmm. to my understanding, um, it can be harder because mm-hmm. coding in more options, coding in changes to more dialogue is mm-hmm. if you have to change pronouns, if you have to code in more clothing options, blah 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 blah. If you have to code in like different looking uh, icons, like if you want to mm-hmm. give a man, woman, and non-binary looking character player, that's, mm-hmm. like, going to be a decent amount more work for an indie player. But, like, I don't... I'm not interested in that argument from Nintendo. Like, yeah. I'm just not... I mm, mm. Because they've done it. Because well, Animal also, Yeah, I'm like, if you can make, like, 3D moving models for all of the Pokemon, and also most of the Pokemon have two different gendered icons if, if you didn't know that they do and then you're also going to make another set for all of those that it's a different color because they have the shiny ones i'm not interested in, in any coding limitations that you have and to me and i don't know how coding works i don't know how video games work i just don't oh, know yeah. how to do it but i can only but i trust imagine. that nintendo does <laughs> oh, i trust that nintendo does and i can only imagine that it's actually more complicated to gate them because if it's just these are the options and they can just get slapped on your character yeah like i mean freaking skyrim exists and skyrim also by yeah, nerd, I, say, I can't remember skyrim's gender it was just boy or girl okay. um but but how often did it come up um i mean relatively often people called you mm. by like gendered you or like so you were in the room with people talking about you and so you were gendered in pronouns yeah but it didn't matter for your romancing options you could i, I think that skyrim actually skyrim had romancing options yeah you can marry people in skyrim i didn't know that yeah you can you can totally marry i played people. a lot of skyrim to not know that <laughs> yeah you can totally marry people in skyrim i actually are you sure it's not the dlc that allows you to like basically make skyrim sims no no even before that you could it oh. gives you like a it gives you like a bonus i don't i it, if you sleep this is in, off track, but I think it's sleep- funny how much I avoid the romance options in all of the games I play. Um, I think Skyrim had a like weirdly complicated system where only some of the other char- romanceable characters were okay, no matter what gender you were, which is very fun. Well, that makes sense. That yeah. seems reasonable. <laughs> but they have freaking, there's like 12 different um, races quote unquote you can choose from in skyrim and you can adjust like the size of your eyebrows like that's true although the darker races often come with literal drawbacks in the game that's true and that's like everybody hating you but okay skyrim not ideal darling (laughs) but the point is not that skyrim is problematic i mean like come on it's it's skyrim 
Yeah. The point is that if a, a games people have been making such widely, incredibly varied yeah. icons in games for so long in order to give you that like immersiveness. Yeah. And then you can slap clothing item and armor and weapons on top of that icon. Mm-hmm. It just it just seems like if it's like you can't wield this axe because you are a girl. Although that's it, but that's the case because like isn't. I think this is in Skyrim. It's definitely in older versions of Skyrim, Skyrim-like games, where if you get certain armor and you have a girl character, it's like the stupidly like showy armor. Yeah, it does. It changes depending on what. It has Which like that ones. is also annoying. That's true. That's also very annoying. And but I don't know. I just in there. That's another thing. Trim down some of your code. Just make it all look the same on everybody. Yeah, exactly. Like make it all. And like sometimes that's hard though because like especially older RPGs like that, the mm-hmm. girl characters were often very boobalicious that's true uh and you couldn't just slap the same armor because like the carrot the like icons look so different but it really confuses me when like the pokemon icons don't look that different like the face shapes are a little bit different like you it's they're different enough that you can tell which ones are tr- supposed to be boys and which ones are supposed to be girls it's not like animal crossing or stardew valley where it like literally isn't any different but like yeah, it just doesn't seem like it should matter that much you know and, like you know we're not coders. We don't know how to make a video game. Well, and also if you can move your eyebrows like two pixels to, 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 towards each other, further from each other, why can't you just do the same with your shoulders and hips and waist? I've seen people on Tumblr suggest that gender have like, and this this isn't perfect, obviously, because gender is not a spectrum between boy and girl. Yeah. But for the purposes of like character customization, literally make it a slider. Yeah. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. I mean, I remember you played um, Pioneers of Olive Town, which is like another one of the Stardew Harvest uh-huh. Moon stuff. And farm simulators. That's what they're called, babe. <laughs> the, yeah. It was another farm simulator, and they asked you. They did like a vibe check. They yeah. Were like, oh my well, god! They did. It was you had to pick your stance, the way that you stood. And you had to choose your um, voice and the voice actors did not just have male and female voice actors, but had like a couple that were clearly like nondescript. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was stance. Yeah. And that, and that still affected you. I remember you still got gendered in game based yes. on the stance, but it was a stance. Right. And like, similarly, you could just like, you know, just change. It just seems, and I also want to at this point, like, point out that Josie and I are not huge gamers, and I know that there are some games that are really celebrated for having lots and lots of awesome Mm -hmm. of the things we're we're talking about. Um, We don't know what games those are, though. I've just seen references to them online. Yep. So, maybe we'll do more research and have another more positive version of this, but I just want to give that asterisk, because, like, we're doing a lot of complaining about certain bad games, but I do know that there are really good things out there, and often, like, indie games. Um, Right, because you, I mean, you played an indie game that was pretty solid for this. Uh, The Space space Farm Simulator. (gasps) Oh my god! (laughs) I loved that shit! Fuck, what was that called? Wait, I have to find it, because that was so good. Oh my god, I have not thought about that game in so long. I think I played it like pre-pandemic, didn't I? I feel like I played it lifetimes ago. I don't, it might have been in the pandemic, I don't remember. Okay, but it's called Verdant Skies, and yes, it was actually, as far as I understand, some awesome, probably deeply queer game creator who looked at Stardew Valley and was like, hmm, but what if it was gayer? And it's, it's like not, it doesn't have the, um like coding budget behind it that you might wish for and i don't know that it was technically a farming simulator i don't know if you had to do farming or you just had to gather shit but you were like on this new landing site on a new planet and you had to like 
establish a space yes, colony a, or something. Yes, exactly, exactly. And you didn't have to pick a gender. You didn't get a gender. You just got they, them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like goes back to like coding in multiple options was probably really hard. So it just like, just they, them. And then there were a bunch of romanceable characters and you could romance all of them. One of whom was themselves also non-binary. And um, there was also an asexual mm-hmm. slash like aromantic no, not aromantic because you could you could romance them, but asexual because you wouldn't be able to have kids with them. And they were like, I don't want to kiss you and stuff like that, but I still love you. It was great. Mm-hmm. And you could also romance all of them at the same time. Uh, and so you could be dating all of them, but only some of them were interested in like polygamy. So you could only like marry some multiples of them. Some of them would only want to be in a relationship with you if it was mon- if you were monogamous. It was super fun. Strongly suggest. Yes. Yes. So there's one example of a positive. If you have more examples of positive games for this. Let us know. Please let us know. We'd love to play them. And then like, yeah, maybe we'll do a more dedicated positive episode. But kind of in summary here. Mm Mm-hmm. Pokemon is not doing it. Pokemon needs to figure out. But you should still play Pokemon Arceus because it still slaps. And if they made Pokemon Arceus... If they if they made more games like Pokemon Arceus and improve the gender system finally someday one day one day that would be that would be so cool. There are you don't have to have this in games. Like you don't have to have gender options in games. It's like if you're just if you're playing a game where you are a, given a character to play through a story with, yeah, then you can be that character. That's super cool. Yeah, but when you're playing games that involve immersion and like personal decisions and personal choices just make you should just make some flexibility there. it just make just make the flexibility because your players are gonna love that shit yeah yeah do you have any other thoughts nah i'm so glad i thought about verdant sky that was such a fun game <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right so i think that's where we're gonna wrap it up this week on gender journeys the podcast where we talk about just what the heck gender actually is in context send us game recommendations uh, yes. especially indie games we love indie games so I really have been trying to get more into indie games yes yeah, so send us some of those recommendations and uh maybe we'll do another episode like this someday but until then i am one of your hosts josie and i am joined by your other host my lovely partner l bye y'all and until next time just keep thinking Music for Gender Journeys composed by Sonia Berdash. If you want to stay up to date with Gender Journeys episodes or just want to say hi, you can follow us on Twitter at gender underscore journeys or on Tumblr at genderjourneys.tumblr.com. You can also find us online at josiewrites.com slash gender journeys. We hope to hear from you soon.